Welcome back to the Habs Puck Drop Podcast. This is Game 3 of Playoff Round 2 against the Winnipeg Jets. It's the first game back home in Montreal. Uh, this is after the second period because, honestly, the first period was a little boring. Yeah, um, it was like a condensed Game 2. Basically. Yeah, not enough content. But now, after two periods, we have enough to talk about. So, let's start with the first. Um, it'll be quick. Corey Perry... Gets a goal from Armia and Stahl off another amazing shift. This yeah, line has been lights flying. out. Yeah, they're just flying. The possession this line has is just insane. Like, whenever they're on the ice, they, they literally, they cycle it around uh, uh, the Winnipeg goal line. Like, I feel like it's the, I'm watching the Tampa Bay Lightning. It looks like they're practicing. Yeah. It's Genuinely. Crazy, yeah. But it's, uh, you know, it's our basically our only cycle line. And it's, I think it catches teams off guard just because we have three lines that basically... Uh, five-man back check and then rush and then get shots that way and then you get this fourth line on there and all of a sudden they're cycling the puck around yeah and, it's, uh, it's very possession. apparent that the Habs go-to game plan is run three lines and then they send the fourth line out to kind of eat minutes yeah it's uh, very effective though so yeah um, um, there was one other thing from the first period that we both caught Shea Weber's been throwing some dipsy doodles in there. <laughs> the guy's been, uh, he, I think he's working on his hands. It's its very funny to watch that he's controlling the puck now. In yeah, he's terms got of, his, uh, his back on his bullshit. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just funny to watch because it's very out of character. Yeah. But I'll Mid- take midlife it. Midlife crisis. <laughs> exactly. He's turning into... Uh, he's pulled out the Corvette. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's uh, hes taken one look at Roman Yosi back in Nashville and been yeah. like, oh, maybe that kid's on to something. Yeah. How do you find the uh, second... Yeah, so the second period, um, goals right away, Lekkonen from Denno and Gallagher, and then we had a shorthanded goal from Armia, unassisted. Um, let's talk about the Lekkonen goal first. I'm so happy he's on the board. Two I've, points, two games. Yes, yeah, two points, two games. Perfect defense game from him, and also just, that's the most Arturi Lekkonen goal. Yeah, you know, it took him like five whacks to get the thing yeah, in the net. Just... And he just gets it through. <laughs> it just, I'm, so, I'm so happy for him. Like, I just want the world for that yeah, guy. He's just such a hardworking... He, he really belongs in that line. Like, yeah. He's just such a good fit there. That's the thing. It, we've talked about it before. That is... That pair of Lekin and Deno, like, they need to stay together for the entirety mm-hmm. of their career on the third line. Yeah, they'd be fantastic there. If we keep them there on the third, like, that whole line together on our third, uh, third line next year and keep that fourth line together, just keep that depth, boy, yeah. we'll be... We'll You're be, looking at a good yeah, hockey team. Very, very good. We're seeing it now. And, you know, let's move on to Armia here. I mean, like, holy smokes, just, this guy. Yeah, just holy smokes. Holy smokes. That, that was um, a shout-out to Dale Weiss. <laughs> Um, abs tonight yeah it just what a goal that was such an individual effort and you know it's like you see that very rarely from you know from time to time though he just turns it on and beautiful goal and drew a penalty yeah and just just overall the whole play we just take the block shot get up the ice make the toe drag put the puck in the net like stay all you know it's while falling down like it's just it's a fantastic play you know in a vacuum it's not let alone the fact that this is in front of fans yeah. and you know it's short-handed. shorthanded nonetheless like it just says and you know it's it's hard to want to take that shot on a two-on-one because you know this is a team sport and you don't want to be called that like the guy who's you know the hog and not passing but that was the right play great toe drag and he's got a wicked shot yeah, so he leans into his stick just a fantastic shot just a great game from him overall tonight i mean yeah you know, the last few games, like, you know, obviously he's playing that fourth line position with Stahl and Perry, and they're just, like I said, killing it, cycling the they're puck. They're the fourth line, but they're the best line. Yeah, and when you give Armia the chance to, to eat minutes and carry the puck around the zone, just, like, you mix in his hands, his incredible shot, and the fact that he's a big body, 
And he can just do wonders for you in the corner. That's, that's the thing. We've always talked about it, but it's just he's not effective in the top no. six, but he's highly effective in the bottom six. He's not effective in a role that requires him to be rush offense. Like 100%. He, he doesn't belong in that role. And, no. like, ironically, tonight he scored off a rush play, yeah. but I'm just saying, like, he's thriving on those, like, the you know, like the, the types of plays that, that Perry scored tonight, you know, where they're cycling the puck around. For, you know, we're getting on to, like, a minute and a half, basically, of them cycling the puck around, getting a shot on net, getting the rebound, cycling it again, and eventually it just goes in, and that's just, that's their forte. Yeah, so, I mean... Honestly, not much to complain about. You can't really get mad about that Adam Lowry goal, other yeah. than Anderson not picking up his man. Yeah. But it's you know it's a great pass from Perro and yeah. Lowry buries it. It's very rare for Lowry to score anyway. So, you know the only time I've seen Lowry score is when I went to see. Other than this, is I believe is when I went to see the Habs play the Jets live. Yeah, I think I was with you. Yeah, I think that was yeah, another friend. Yeah, yeah. that was the only time I've ever seen him score. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's no, funny. yeah, it was, it was weird. That was a good game. Yeah. yeah. We always have good games against them. I find yeah, it's just recently, it's, like that, you know, it's not the same team, right? They're, yeah, they're really and look, good, but we'll, we'll save our commentary on the on the Jets as a whole for however this series ends after that. But you know, there there are things that are apparent with the Winnipeg Jets that need addressing, and that's for their management to deal with. Yeah, definitely. I, you know, there's some. I think it's pretty apparent, and just like we'll we'll verbalize it after the series, exactly. however it ends, but. Uh, yeah, we're going to catch the third, guys, and we'll uh, catch up with you after the game. All right, we're back after the game, and uh, definitely uh, first period there did not, uh, you know, lead into how exciting that ending was going to be. But yeah, we got uh, two goals. From, that was a, yeah, that was an Army game. That was absolutely an Army game. We have a goal from Suzuki on the power play from Caulfield and Toffoli, and then a goal from Armia, yet again shorthanded, assisted by Edmonton on the empty net. Yeah. Armia's very good with the empty net. Like, he doesn't he doesn't miss. He shoots from beyond, half, like, center ice. Yeah. He's also, uh, it's important to note on the Habs now, we have a three-way tie for goal-scoring leader on the team between Cockney, Andy Suzuki, and Armia. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty big, two of those young guys coming in. And um, do you know who's leading in points now? Our point leader? No, I'm not sure. I'm gonna double yeah, check. I'm, I'm assuming it's gonna be probably to Foley still, but you know we'll double check. But yeah, all around solid game. Price is a nine sixty two. Another great night from him. Um, you know, not a ton of crazy chances for Winnipeg, but you know he's there when we need them to be. And like um, you know, you can't ask for much more. I mean, uh, great goal. You know, Winnipeg out there, but other than that, not too many chances. And when they did have chances, you know, we you know. Again, he's square with the puck, and he just absorbs them. Yeah, I, I think the one thing Winnipeg really needs to work on is they kind of shoot themselves in the foot a lot. So, I mean, obviously the Mark Shifley incident is an extreme version of that. But basically, any time you get down to that 6-7 minute mark and they're losing by more than a goal, they almost throw the game away and yeah. just start taking bad penalties you know, Andrew Kopp throwing about eight cross-checks yeah. in front of the ref and then saying, what did I do? It shows that that isn't like a Mark Shifley issue. It's a Winnipeg Jets issue. Yeah. And, you know, it happened a few times. Like, you're not going to win the game if you're constantly being put on the penalty kill in the last, you know, sixth of the game. Yeah, you got to stay composed when it counts. And, you know, especially, especially you don't want to go down 3 nothing. But and especially teams are going to egg you on if they know that. Yeah, you know? especially teams like us. Look yeah. at Anderson Perry throwing shots on the ground. Well, that, that's it. It's like, I mean, whenever, you know, it's not the, obviously it's not the NHL, but, like, Anyone who's played any sport, let alone hockey, knows when you're under their skin, 
of the other team, like you're you're golden because you can get away with anything. Yeah, and also uh, it's important to mention, uh, you know, Jeff Petrie leaving the game, got yeah. his finger caught in one of the photo holes there for yeah. the photographers. Unfortunate. I rewatched the replay, and oh, does that not look good? It's broken. It's, his pinky caught in, and he like right. drove it through. Um, so hopefully he's not out for the, for the series. Yeah, let's hope it's a dislocated pinky and our broken pinky. Yeah, let's hope that he's, you know, I, I doubt, I seriously doubt he'll play tomorrow, but that'll be okay. But as long as he's, uh, you know, back if we move on or back for Wednesday, if there's a game, uh, five or, you know, for us, the series, hopefully it's just a game or two. And hopefully like we're not seeing the end of his uh, playoff run here. Mm-hmm. Um, just because that would... You know, it's, it's terrible losing Petrie, but it's worse what it does to the domino effect of our lineup. Yeah, that's that's definitely it's that big four core. You know, and like as well, soon that's, as that's it. disrupted. And so let's let's just talk about that very briefly. Let's assume Petrie's out. What do the D pairings look like to you? I would actually, I think I'd move Gustafsson up. Okay. Because Kulak's more defensively responsible than Gustafsson, and I'd be a little bit more comfortable with him playing with Romanov. Okay. Because Gustafsson, Romanov, like Gustafsson's clearly made the most defensive mistakes uh, out of our defensive core so far. Uh, and Romanov is not playing because we're worried he's going to make mistakes. So I feel like that would just be a bad pairing to have. Um, yeah, I, I agree. Um, just in terms of the point... Also, Gustafsson plays the most like Petrie. So. Yeah, though that's why I was leaning towards Kulak a bit, just because yeah. I find they're very similar. But I think either way you, you take mm-hmm. it, it's going to be Sherrod Weber... Edmondson, one of Kulak or Gustafsson, yeah. and then the other one playing with Romanov. I don't think Romanov's going to get put into that top four like people have been kind of calling yeah, for. Yeah, I think he'll get like seven, eight minutes a game. That's it. And to answer your more. question in terms of point leaders, I believe it's still technically Tyler Toffoli. Okay. Because coming to this game, Armia had four points. Stall. Stall That's on his game. So, so Stahl had six points coming into the game, and... With one assist, he goes up to seven. Yeah. But Defoli got an assist too, so he goes up to eight. Okay. Um, Armia got three tonight, correct? Yeah. So he goes up to seven. Um, Suzuki had one, so he goes up to six. Like we, we basically have a lot of guys with six it's and seven exactly, points. It's exactly how our team needs. That's to scoring by committee. Everyone's yeah. getting on the board every night. Yeah. So that's great. I mean, yeah. uh, all around great effort tonight from the guys. You know, I'm. You know, I'm almost waiting for this, like, uh, inevitable slump, but we're never hitting it. I mean, like, we're on a, you know... It's hard to have a slump when you play that kind of hockey, because, like, the offense is opportunistic. Yeah, we're we're on a six-game win streak now. Yeah. And it's like, you know, in the regular season, the regular season, we, our longest game uh, winning, uh, winning streak was two. Yeah. You know, so, like, you know, it felt like we had more than that, but we didn't. Uh, so to string six games together like that, and potentially four, uh, potentially seven, if we, you know, win the game tomorrow, uh, you know, that's a lot of confidence going into a big, big series coming up. But we'll focus that, uh, you know, after uh, whether it be Monday or Wednesday or whatever it is. But um, you know, I, I'm looking forward to this team just continuing on this path, and I think like we're just a team that just thrives on positive feedback. Like the better we do, I feel like they just. You know, they feel themselves more and it's just so good to see these guys like just develop into their roles like we were talking about Weber I mean like when was the last time you saw Weber this confident with the puck I know like it's crazy I know it's it just it's great to see everyone doing Edmondson, basic that's, well, that's it. and I, I think I would take it one step further. I think everyone is doing what they're supposed to do plus one yeah like everyone's doing something they're not even te- like typically like known for doing yeah 
You know, Caulfield setting up plays. Yeah. He made two great... One resulted in an assist, his pass to Suzuki. But when he carried it in, made a nice move, and then found Perry in the slot, like... Yeah, that, that's great. Or, like, let's take Stahl, for example. Like, we don't need Eric Stahl to be this good. Yeah. Like, you know, we didn't take I'll him take it, though. We're going to take it, obviously. <laughs> Seven Corey points. Perry? Yeah. Like, Corey Perry, holy crap. Like, our fourth line is killing it for us. And, yeah. like, you know, you're right. Like, everyone's just going that 150%, and it's just it's exactly it's when off. you want them to as well. You know, like yeah. that, even, again, that, that line, Dano, Gallagher, and Lekkonen, it's, it's just working so effectively. And, look, I got, you know, I got a goal tonight. Yeah. And it always gets a point. And again, like I, you know, a lot of people are already writing us off, like whether it be this series or next series, just especially next series with, with Colorado, just keep writing us off because I don't, there's not many teams, in, I don't think there is a team in the NHL like the Montreal Canadiens. Like we're, we're a very, very unique team. And yeah. like, I, I don't think many teams are prepared to play a team like us. Like this burst offense, five men back, very solid decor. And then like elite goaltending, it's very, very tough to play against and. Uh, you know, you can barely go on the power play against us. We have 10 shorthanded goals now. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's really, really interesting team. But, yeah, anything else? No, honestly, this is, it, it's, again, I am sure if we look I feel back, like the New York Islanders. Like, I know. It's just, like, the games are a little dull, but, like, but uh, you know it, it's just the matchup. I, I, also, I also think looking back through the season, the games where we win are going to be the shortest podcasts. Yeah, I think so. There's less to talk about. But I also think just coming out of, like, an emotionally charged series, like, with the Leafs, like, everything kind of just goes a little bit under your radar. Yeah, and it's that. also hard to get ramped up when, like, if we're being, you know, calling a spade a spade here and being honest, these teams aren't equally matched. No, not at all. It's just not the same level of intensity. And, like, I understand, like, you know, like Winnipeg's gutted right now. Like, they have a very injured stats knee that you could tell tonight was just not he's playing third third line and yeah. like very injured Shifley's not there they're missing defensemen uh, Morrissey's battling an injury apparently so like I like I understand that but I'm just saying still like the current matchup like it's just not equal like no. it's just brutal another thing that's really laying in our favor right now is that you know a, a, aside from Jeff Petrie like we've been a very healthy team yeah <laughs> like a lot of teams and are that's a freak out right, right now Jeff yeah I don't Pretty think it'll be as bad as we think I don't think so. Plus, I don't think a pinky is, like, that critical. Like, I think they can splint it. Yeah. And he can take some, like, uh, you know, ibuprofen before the game, and, like, he he can battle through. Yeah, and he'll just have a slower game. Yeah, like, if it was, like, a... If it was like a thumb yeah. or like a or like a like a ring finger or a uh, like a like a pointer finger or something like that or like a middle finger that might affect how hard you can grab the, grab the stick, but your your pinky finger barely grabs yeah. the stick. You know, like I I here's my thought on it. I think it's not too serious, but we were up three one at the time with less than ten minutes left, and I think they just said like you know what, don't risk injuring it more and getting like a slash on the hand or something. Go get it taped up and just start icing it. Yeah, right real away. realistically, he definitely sprained that finger. But yeah. I, I just, I, you know, I, I'm not a doctor, obviously, but I just, I don't feel like that's a, uh, an injury that we'll have to really worry about because it's, you know, yeah, like that finger. You know, I kinda, neither do I. Yeah, I think we'll be okay. But yeah, anything else? No, Short and sweet. It. Congratulations to Carey Price again. Almost yeah. had that shutout again. Yeah, and and again, this is he's 962. playing. He's like, out of his mind right yeah, now. He's just, I, I almost. I'm almost getting too comfortable. Like, I just expect I nothing to go in, basically. Yeah. Like, I, I I look at the chances, and it's even funny the commentators are now saying it, but they'll have, like, a good scoring chance, and they're like, you're going to need at least three bodies yeah. in front of there. To exactly. Get that three yeah, and a miracle. Yeah, so, like, you know, it's uh, a lot of confidence with them, and, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, that's about it. Yeah. Looking forward to tomorrow night. Thank you for listening to the Habs Puck Drop Podcast. 
You can email us your thoughts, questions, and suggestions through our email at habspuckdrop at gmail.com or direct message us on Instagram at habspuckdrop. We'll see you next time. Thank you.